Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Alex and Ashley. We have a very special guest with us today. It's John Kirchhoff from Fulltech Paranormal. He unfortunately can't make it into the studio today because he injured himself. What the hell did you do? I know. Hey, thanks for having me back. <laughs> I, I actually, on Saturday, I laid my Harley down and... It wasn't pretty, so but I survived. I'm okay. yeah. uh, really banged up, uh, sore, uh, and the biggest injury was the bruise to my ego. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. And, 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 and because of that, you actually missed when we went to the house in Orange County yes. to conduct the interview. So um, we actually had a few interesting things happen, mm-hmm. and I forgot to tell you that when we were doing the spirit box at his house, your name came through. So I think they were wondering where you were because someone said, John. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's intriguing for sure. Yeah, because I I was listening back to it and I'm like, oh yeah, they said John's name. Wow, how cool. Recognized by the spirits. I guess they were missing you. Yeah, Yeah, unfortunately I... I did that with my Harley uh, on Saturday, so mm-hmm. and had to go to the emergency room, and so that's why I did not make it, unfortunately, on Saturday night. Right. Well, I wonder if it was a spirit warning you not to go. I, I thought of that. That crossed yeah. my mind. Hmm. Uh, they could have just called. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got that coming up. We're really excited. And you're yeah, definitely going to be there for the investigation. Absolutely. I would and not miss it. The main reason you're on the show today is to talk about cleansing. Because we've touched on it in, in previous podcasts, but you've never really um, got into it. Got into right. detail. Right. And I know you got some some weird messages on Twitter from a kid, right? Yeah, that was, I got uh, instant messenger on Twitter from a kid who was 13, I found out. Oh, wow. And this uh, kid told me that they had bought or ordered online tarot cards. Huh. And that they felt that something had manifested in their home because of the use of the tarot cards. Interesting. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, my first uh, reaction was you got to tell your parents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, you just, that's the responsible adult thing to do is to tell, give the advice to go talk to your parents about it. But one of the important uh, topics uh, surrounding this is for people, I don't care how old you are, not to dabble in anything that you are unfamiliar with right or think is just going to be a game like tarot or especially uh ouija boards um you know i just warn against that oh for sure i i am totally against ouija boards because you just you have no clue what you're welcoming into this world and Mm -hmm. they're just to me they're very dangerous absolutely and what's what's interesting is on a ouija board it tells you it's for ages eight and up 
Yeah, they yeah. Have actual. Yeah, they actual have games. I mean, you could used to go to Toys R Us and stuff and get a Ouija board. like a Hasbro or something, a Ouija board. Right. Right. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy because I've had more people call uh, or get a hold of me after using Ouija boards, and they have opened up a doorway to something they cannot close, right? And they do not understand. You know, then they ask, call us, and say, "Hey." we need a cleansing. And that is, you know, most people that I, again, warn against messing with things or doing seances, don't do those, don't play with Ouija boards, don't dabble in black magic because right. you're a novice. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you're really going to uh, somebody who is a master or grandmaster in these practices, uh, you have no business uh, playing with them right yeah um, i don't know much about tarot cards so yeah that's I mean, what that's what i was gonna say i've never heard of anyone actually doing like having any kind of tarot cards and something happening that that's yeah to me well to me in in my limited knowledge of tarot mm -hmm. um and i actually had a friend of mine that was well practiced in tarot card mm -hmm. and he used them to do readings um yeah. only so, and what my advice to this young person who got a hold of me on Twitter was uh, that it probably had nothing to do with the tarot cards. Right, yeah, right. And for one thing, a 13-year-old uh, doesn't necessarily have the ability or the powers to conjure up something mm -hmm. from tarot cards or anything, period, um, unless there was something else being done or said like a seance mm -hmm. or some type of ritual um or could it it could or could it be because it's a 13 year old going through hormones has manifested a poltergeist oh that is a great point because that's what we see when it comes to poltergeist is it is uh the age group of around 12 and i've seen it all the way up into the 20s early 20s um, that the change in hormones uh, and chemicals in the body and moods and so forth, especially among uh, young girls, is what manifests the poltergeist. Uh, right. Although mm -hmm. there have been cases of young men manifesting poltergeists as well, but typically it's with young ladies. And that's I'm glad you brought that up as well, because it very well could be the fact that this 13 year old and I didn't even ask if they were male or female, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Um, I just didn't, I just didn't want, uh, didn't think it was important. I was just trying to help them get over this. Right. Um, but they ended up telling their mom about it. Uh, in fact, they were all the way in Scotland uh, is mm -hmm. where they were contacting me from Scotland. Oh, geez. Um, and they follow us. I have followers like all over the world. Um, and I'm glad people do reach out to me. Right. Um, in cases like this, because it gives me an opportunity to educate people mm -hmm. on what not to do. And again, do not play with Ouija boards, tarot cards and things you just don't understand. Well, with the kid being in Scotland, mm -hmm. who knows how old the house is? I asked that actually, and the house was very old and there was a lot of history. Well, there not, you go. Yeah. And <laughs> so to me, I think that there was probably something already there and any dabbling in. And I asked the kid 
you know, are, you know, are, how deep are you into paranormal? And they were like, oh, really deep into paranormal. So, um, and I'm paraphrasing, of course. Right. But I just, again, reiterate not to play with those things. And I think that over the course of my best advice to that kid was um, don't watch paranormal. Don't speak to any entity that is now in your presence or in your home. You need to ignore it because talking to it validates it. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to validate these spirits um, because spirits will prey on the young because they're inexperienced in life and they're naive about things like this. So they're easily manipulated. It's interesting that you say that because during the interview of the um, haunted location in Orange County, when we were talking about it, it got really sort of active. And that's when we started to feel the cold spots and we started to hear weird noises. So it liked that we were talking about it. And we'll definitely have to go there and do that again when we do the full investigation on Friday night. Okay. And I want everybody to tune in to hear that investigation that, of course, we're going to uh, reveal on your podcast. Yeah, I think it's I'm really excited because I I think it's going to be an interesting night. When you encounter an individual that comes to you and tells you about, you know, things that, that are happening, do you think watching these paranormal shows, if you have a ghost in your house, do you think that that amps up the activity? I think it could incite it because I have had cases, especially recently, where this whole this lady was so consumed with paranormal uh-huh. and paranormal shows and everything paranormal, books, that uh, somehow that manifested the entity in her home because there was nothing there before. Right. Um, and then that was the case in Lake Elsinore, California, where the torso and the arm made a thumbs up. Uh, you remember that one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I really uh, think that there was some manifestation based on her really delving into paranormal, which she really knew nothing about except was a fan of TV shows. So I had to advise her to stop everything paranormal as well. Stop watching the shows for a while. Stop talking about it. Stop reading about it. uh, Just put a halt to it. Because our main objective in that case wasn't so much the investigation, which we ended up doing, but it was, again, the cleanse and getting rid of whatever was there. Now, another question before we get into cleansing, I want to ask. If someone is obsessed with the paranormal, are you then vulnerable to an attack or a possession? I don't know that it would go as far as a possession mm-hmm. because those are pretty rare. Okay. Uh, or even an attack. I, you know, And I use that word very lightly because... Although I've been attacked on several occasions, it was based on uh, provoking the spirits to, okay. to, to gain evidence. And that's when my team and I were attacked uh, in one particular case that I'm thinking of, although it's happened in several. Right. Uh, it was because we were provoking the entity um, and it was a negative energy that we were provoking. So we felt that there probably would be some sort of attack. 
and we were ready for it, but we weren't ready for it to the degree that it attacked us, right. which was my, one of my investigators was clawed all the way down her back. Um, I was actually, this entity went through me and gave me vertigo. Um, and then my other investigator, who was my tech manager, um, his ankle was grabbed and it left, Ooh. it left bruised fingerprint marks around his ankle. That's wow. Yeah, no, right. thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's a very powerful energy that right. can do that. So yeah, because that's what I was thinking when you were talking about the tarot cards when Ashley told me about the tarot, going back to that. Um, because I had never heard about anyone using tarot and that happening. So I was right. thinking that maybe maybe something in this kid's house was dormant. And then when they started messing with tarot cards, they were kind of like, Oh, this is my way that I could get in and maybe Possibly. trick the kid, you know, into thinking, Oh, well, this is my way in to start messing with them. Right. That yeah. could very well be possible for sure. Um, but he, again, even in that case, it was <laughs> since they were all the way in Scotland, yeah. unless they're going to fly me over there, it was time to try to do some type of remote cleanse, right? Them, which I am not real comfortable with doing remote cleanses. Um, I'd rather be there and physically challenge uh, the spiritual energy that uh -huh. is there. Um, but in this case, since they were so far away, um, I threw out a couple of uh, remote cleanses that that they could participate in. Let's talk about um, cleansing. And you do, you have a, a great video on YouTube that I'll actually put in the description of our podcast of a cleanse that you did um, of that house in, in Moreno Valley, California, because I actually watched it and it was very interesting watching you, you do the cleanse. Um, so let's talk more about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, that's what I specialize in is cleansing. And I've taught my team, uh, the members that are with me still, uh, like Jeff has been with me longer than anyone. I've taught him how to do the cleanse as well. Um, and it is something that we've kind of trademarked uh, to Full Tech Paranormal and, and me. And it is based on Native American ritual. And we are taking things that are of the earth the water and the sky and we are combining those to cleanse the atmosphere where these spirits uh, aren't necessarily wanted um, or we need to cross them over and so we take the herbs and we put them in our shell or our cauldron and we light them into where it does create a very powerful smoke um, and that's how we cleanse. We go, and there is a specific method to our cleanse. Um, we don't just go in and go to each corner of a room. There's a certain pattern and okay. way we do things. Um, one of the things I always warn my clients about is do not smudge with sage. Uh, it does not work. It is very temporary. So you may go in and have somebody smudge with sage and it will last maybe two to three weeks and right. then the spirits come back. And sometimes they come back with more force uh, and activity than they ever have had before. And mm -hmm. although it's theory, I can only say that I think that they do that because it's almost like you're insulting their intelligence. Yeah. And using one herb, you know. Right. And we actually did do that in my house. Mm -hmm. And 
when we were trying to light the sage, I noticed that my lighter didn't really want to light and it took a while to get the lighter to work. And it was, it wasn't that it was out of lighter fluid because I still use, we, we tried to sage this, I'd say maybe three months ago. Mm -hmm. And I still, to this day, I'm using that, that same lighter. So it was interesting that when we were trying to sage, it really didn't want us to, but when we finally got it to, to work, I let the spirits that are in my house know hey, you're welcome here. As long as you don't harm me or harm my four-year-old, you can stay right. as long as you want. I'm not trying to get rid of you. I'm just trying to get rid of negative energy if there's negative energy here. Absolutely. And I think Alex <laughs> would agree with me that I have not felt any negative energy in the home, right? in your home. And I almost think that it's a, and I could be wrong, but that it's some spiritual presence that is known to you. Okay. And I, I sense that it, the strongest presence in your home was, uh, there was a female there. There may be more than one spirit at times, but I, I, I thought there was a female, although we've heard a male voice. Yes. Uh, yeah. That says, hello. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was so clear. I, I would love to put that on your podcast at some point. Yeah, we actually um, we actually have already talked about it, but we have not played the the audio. So that's something I'll we'll definitely have to play. In Very cool. Future yeah. Episode. yeah, absolutely. But you see, the thing with me and my abilities, any psychic abilities is I can even sense spirit guides. And so you have each have your family has spirit guides around them. So it, it could be possible that one of the females or the female I'm picking up, it could be a spirit guide that is around um, in your home. And then, like I said, there's other, I believe there's other spirits that come and go in, in your house because there's one main spirit there. Uh, they're attracted to that. Do, do I have like a damn portal in my house or something? <laughs> I, you know, we talked about that and that's, I would really like to come back and do another investigation in your house and explore that more. And I'm trying to invent something or I am inventing something that could possibly pinpoint uh, portals. Really? Yeah. I can't really get into it because I don't want anybody to steal the idea, Right. <laughs> but it is something based on physics that can slow down uh, kind of the time and space to where we can view uh, spirits coming in and out of a portal. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. So, and that's uh, new. I just announced it to the world. So, that's something <laughs> I've been working on for a while. So, um, I can't wait for that to happen. Um, yeah. And then we could use it for the first time in your house. That would right. Be great. Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to find out right. if there and, is one or not. Yeah. Right. And and talking about cleanses, and you're one of, of I mean, you and I were, have been friends uh, above all, but I mean, as my friend, but as my a client as well, you do not want a cleanse of your house. No, uh, I, I don't because I don't feel threatened in my house. I mean, if it ever turns negative, then yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I'm all for it. But I don't feel like it's harming anything. I, I mean, to me, it's it's kind of cool to capture things right. on video. It's like, oh, wow, look. Yeah. You know, even though 
half the people I show it to think I'm crazy. And that's not, that's just dust. Yeah. That's a hair. Yeah. What right. are you talking about? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Okay. You know, um, my thought on that is unless you walk a mile in my moccasins, <laughs> uh, you really don't know how I live or who I am. And same with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless these people are there and have experienced what we have experienced and what you experience on a daily basis in your home. Right. right. They, they I, I just, you know, cause I will get people that will view my stuff on Twitter or online and question it. But after doing this for 30 plus years now, we just celebrated uh, 31 years this month. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. It's our 31st year of doing paranormal for me. And it just, you know, I've lectured on it and have taught it and practiced it and taken all different courses to do what I do and understand paranormal. It's not just a camera and a recorder. Right. And when I do have people question, um, everybody's allowed to, to have questions, but not when you are rude about it and you accuse of, you know, it being bogus. Um, God, yes. I think after 30 plus years, I'm not going to start doing anything that is uh, fake, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I because mean- you've known me for over a decade and you know, and most of the people that have worked, uh, with me and or I've been my clients know integrity is everything to me integrity and the science behind paranormal is everything to me to prove uh, you know I started as a skeptic but now I'm at a point where I'm trying to prove that there is an afterlife that there is something else out there and when people you know speaking of you know wanting it or not wanting it people don't want it then that's when we come in and do that cleanse and create and the funny thing about the cleanse or the interesting thing is i have not had a client that hasn't said that when they walk back in their house after the cleanse each one says wow it is lighter in here mm-hmm. much lighter atmosphere wow. it's incredible yeah i mean and and that's something that might possibly happen with this um, investigation that we're doing because the homeowner he just he'll sometimes get home and he's just or when he sits in that room he just feels drained right and he sometimes when he's taking a shower feels anger Mm -hmm. so i'm almost wondering if they're related and it, you know, it, if we can prove what's there and that, you know, it, it, it'd be good for him to get rid of it, you know, a fresh start because this house was his parents' house. They've passed. Now it's his house. So maybe he needs a fresh start. Yeah, um, I think he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we're going to. The end all will be on Friday, Saturday, going into Saturday morning mm-hmm. will be us conducting the cleanse after the investigation and so you know i have not had a client that has come back to me and said oh your cleanse didn't work Mm -hmm. or they came back uh in all these years i have had clients that have not done their part in the cleanse and yes the spirit has come back Mm -hmm. but there is my part or the, our team's part in yes. the cleanse, 
And there's also the client's part. They have work to do as well. Mm -hmm. It's not just flipping a switch and the spirits are gone. Uh, There's homework that I give my clients and the couple of clients over the years that said, oh, my God, it's back. They didn't listen to what I told them. to do. So basically, they have to be real serious about doing this cleanse and do their part to like really if they really want this done to really pay attention to really be serious about getting this taken care of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Because it is serious business. It's not, you know, Hollywood. Uh, This is real life. Right. We have proven over the years that spirits are real. Uh, Mm -hmm. Energy is real, whether it be negative or positive. And we've had very, very negative energy, very negative spirits that we've had to come across, um, including what we could almost what we could categorize as demons. Oh, because the way that everything went down pointed not just to a negative energy, but almost a demonic presence because of uh, what was happening in the in the home. How many times have you encountered that? Um, more than I would like to have, to be honest with you, it's been a handful of times, uh, and it comes with things that are telltale signs that there's a demon or, or what we know, um, as, or have learned through the years as a demon, we have, we'll walk into a client's, uh, residence or or business and there's this foul almost death odor Um, there are physical there's physical evidence like the three scratch marks on the client Uh or on or on one of their family members there are uh, other signs like i've seen and have had cases of dripping walls where there's a type of liquid dripping from the walls yeah oh Uh, yeah and so these are some of the signs that the presence is not of human. It never walked the earth, but it's more of a demon. Um, and these are just three of the signs where there's actual physical evidence that something really bad is taking place there. And then part of the investigation is, you know, that we do when we do a full investigation is not just investigating for spirits, but we investigate the property and the people yeah. themselves. And it all stays confidential. Right. Everything we do with a client, we don't put their name on the internet. We don't put their address out there. Everything is confidential. So the only thing we put up is um, evidence from the case. So yes. and, and I know how you mentioned that full tech paranormal is, 31 years strong. Uh, we have an announcement that Alex and I are now part of Full Tech Paranormal. Yay! Yay. <laughs> yes, you are. Greatly so. I'm, I'm so glad to have you guys uh, on these investigations, you know, working together uh, to bring the science and the spirituality of paranormal investigation uh, through podcast is, mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, and I mean, it's this is definitely something i've always wanted to do i think for i mean a long time yeah i, I mean as long as i've known you i mean yes. that's how we that's how we met right and but i cemetery. was right and i was just i was so scared mm-hmm. to even cuz i remember i went on one investigation with you and i was terrified 
But yeah. now I'm more, maybe because I'm older and more mature, I'm intrigued and I, and I want to prove that there is, you know, something there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to have you too. Uh, and we've had a lot of fun over the weeks uh, that we've worked together. Yeah. Right. So we've had a lot of fun and continue. never a boring time. <laughs> no, we have not, not yet. And we will continue to uh, discover new things in the world of paranormal coming up. So I, I definitely think we need to go back to Olive Wood Cemetery. Oh yeah. Yeah. I pass it almost every day. Especially just... with our, our security guard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. He actually, it was a uh, sense of security, speaking of security guard, um, having uh, somebody watching our back while we yes. did our thing. Because yeah. when we were doing these uh, cemetery investigations, it's, you know, like we do the in-house investigations, it's pitch black. Right. So, and fortunately, we were blessed to have um, night vision goggles. And so our security team used night vision goggles and sat way away from us at times to watch our backs to make sure nobody was coming up on us. Yeah. Um, so, and it all worked out. Yeah. It's always good to have that extra security anyway, because then with us, we can focus more and what's going on instead of like, right. Oh, is there someone coming or is there a person out here or something like that? So it's always nicer to have something like that going on so we can like be focused and not worried about other things. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Because with the cemeteries, we're out the open. Right. Especially with the homeless uh, mm -hmm. situation we have around each town we live in. Uh, anybody could just walk into the cemetery, right. you know, and walk up to us. And yeah. But now we know the voices and the singing we heard at Olivewood Cemetery and the shadows that we saw were paranormal because yeah. we didn't see people there. There was like nobody once we got up on a hill there was nobody around and it's like okay we definitely saw people and heard yeah. them yeah yeah that yeah, yeah we, have, we, ha <laughs> we have to go back now that we have uh better equipment um because when when we were there i the only camera i had was like a regular camera but now i have my full spectrum camera then we have the night vision goggles and we'll We'll bring someone from our security team to to watch over, and then we've got these this new spirit box, which the one that we use is Necrophonic, and it's on it's an app through your phone. Right. It definitely has some uh, interesting responses to our oh, questions. I want to I want to discuss what happened. Is we went to the cemetery Sunny Slope and Cemetery in Beaumont. Yeah. And we used that app for the first time. And uh, you kept saying, it better not say my name. It better not say my name. <laughs> right. Um, and so then after that investigation, when you, you, it was on your phone initially, and then yeah. I ended up getting it on my phone that night. Um, but then a few days after that investigation, I was at my parents' house. And just for pahas, I opened up that app. And the uh -huh. first thing it said was, Where's Ashley? Yeah, that that I was blown away. <laughs> oh, I was just like floored. I like my mom was there, and the look on my face was like, "Holy sh shnikes!" Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> it leaves me speechless right. because it's either something followed you or something 
that wants to communicate with you knows that we maybe use that yeah. app together i mean yeah. i don't know it's how could it be a coincidence you know what i mean yeah how could that be a coincidence right. Not, and my mom heard it so it was like i'm like did you just hear that she's like i think so i'm like <laughs> where's ashley wow interesting oh. mm-hmm. yeah that's it's not done with you yet ashley oh my goodness <laughs> great well we're gonna use that again on uh friday this friday night folks is the big investigation at a home in Orange County, California. And we were talking about it earlier. And it is going to be just from some of the things that you two got on the initial interview last Saturday, like the uh, voice coming over and saying, you know, the client's name, this is your, and it said the client's name, and this is your mom. And the mom died in the house, correct? Right. Yes. Yes, she did. So that is just uh, evidence that the mom is still around Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Well, and Alex felt her presence there. Yeah. I felt the dad and the mom, because I believe both of them passed away in the house. And I could tell that they were still like in his um, living room, like the family room area. I could tell. Uh, like I sensed his dad being in a chair and he said, yeah, that was his dad's chair. And before he even told me that um, his mom sat on the couch, I just knew that that was her area and the wow. other area was the dad. Now, I did not go with you guys to that. Mm-hmm. No. Um, how, what's the flooring like there? Is it hardwood? Is it tile? Is it it's- carpet? It's car- uh, carpet. It's, it's and carpet, and tile. in the yeah. yeah, and in the kitchen, it's tile. It's tile, yeah. Everywhere else is carpet. Yeah. Okay. Just already thinking ahead to whether we should put uh, powder down to see if we get you know any prints, um, like footprints. You know, okay. we I've used that before. One of the things I will use that is easily manipulated are like rubber balls. So like putting or putting something in the dad's chair to see mm-hmm. if it gets knocked off one of the armrests we'll, we'll use some of those techniques well we um, should we should definitely use a rubber ball or something on the the dining room table because oh good idea that's that's where most of the activity right. seems or that's where the presence seems to be mm-hmm. um he did say that one of his friends who is in tune has said that the spirit or whatever is there is very old and it's like stuck it can't leave. That's something that we have to try to figure out as well. Yeah, we'll explore that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot wait for everyone listening to be involved with this case. And, of course, that will come out on a podcast. The investigation will. Yes. And, and you know, I just, I already have a feeling. I mean, although we go into investigations looking for reasonable explanations to things um there are cases like this where we know there's been paranormal happening yeah uh before we even get there so um hopefully we can bring some good evidence to the table yeah i hope so too (laughs) okay john thank you so much for being on our show this week and um... thank you i appreciate every time you guys have me on i i really really enjoy it thank you and it's fulltechparanormal.com or ft paranormal on twitter they can reach reach you yep you got it if you got ghosts 
experience or you have questions, um, the phone number on the website, you can even text, send text to that phone number um, and we will get back to you. Perfect. Okay, and we'll definitely see you next week. Stay tuned so you can see all the creepy stuff that's going on and always remember, pleasant nightmares. This was Time Out with my mommy and Ashley. Time Out? Are you kidding me?